This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. All right, thanks, Jess. Welcome, everybody. It is a Minor Detail Podcast. It is Tuesday, March 16th. What a week this is going to be. We've got the NCAA basketball tournament coming up this week, and we have our trip to the Smoky Mountains. Now, today's going to be an interesting podcast. Interesting because of the fact that we're trying to podcast while we're trying to break down this entire studio to load it up and take it on the road with us to the Smoky Mountains. Yes, the Studio D crew is going to be podcasting from the mountains over the next few days, and I'll tell you more about that coming up. A lot to get to today. Uh, There is some news about the Royals. Just when we think we're done with the Royals... The Royals jump back into things. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NCAA basketball tournament. There's been some late-breaking news about the tournament that actually kind of ties into my trip to Kansas City. I'll tell you about that coming up today. Also, the email is just busting at the seams. My inbox has gone crazy, and I have neglected it. But today, I'm going to read some email. And something came in the inbox that I think is kind of interesting. I'm going to read to you today. We'll do all that today here on the podcast. All right, so here's what's going on. So we're breaking down the studio as we speak, and uh, we're going to be loading everything up, and we're taking it with us to the Smoky Mountains. Leaving early tomorrow, heading to Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg for a few days, and we're going to turn it into basically a tourism podcast for the next few days. I've talked to the folks at the Convention and Tourism Bureau. They're very excited about being part of the podcast. We'll tell you everything that goes on there. Now, we are regulars in the Smoky Mountains. We know that place like the back of our hands, all right? So if you're planning on making a trip this summer, make it to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. And before you go, make sure you listen to this podcast and maybe download it because there'll come a time that you make your trip and you'll be like, well, what was that restaurant that he was talking talking about? What was that show that he loved? That way you can go back and listen to it. I can kind of be your tour guide to the Smoky Mountains. So that's what's going on this week on the podcast. Now, Friday, we have a special spinning class that's already planned. That's Bob Dylan's anniversary. 59 years since Bob Dylan recorded his first album. And we have that for you on Friday. And then Saturday, we do the spinning class as normal. And Saturday is going to be all about mountains and things like that because we'll be in the mountains. So spinning class on Friday and Saturday, but podcasting tomorrow and Thursday and then uh, Monday, Tuesday, up in the air right now on Wednesday because Wednesday is travel day. It's getaway day, as they say in baseball. So getaway day on Wednesday, we'll kind of see how that all works out. All right, so let's talk about this NCAA basketball story and then we'll get to your email. Give me some music here. So here's what's going on with the NCAA basketball tournament. Now, this whole tournament's going to be played in a bubble. You know, like they have the NBA bubble in Orlando. Well, they're doing this one in Indianapolis. Actually, all the state of Indiana. So teams will stay in their own hotels. Each team will have their own hotel. They'll stay in there. They'll play until they're done, and they'll go home. They don't want anybody mixing. They don't want this coronavirus to spoil the tournament. So everybody is going to be under a microscope, kind of like the Truman Show. We're going to be in a bubble. So one of the groups of people that have already arrived are the referees. The referees are going to be handling the NCAA basketball tournament. They have them set up in one hotel. They're all kind of hanging out together and doing all of that. Because, again, you don't want people mixing with people. 
and getting that whole coronavirus spread when you try to have this big dance. So last Saturday, I was at the Big 12 basketball tournament in Kansas City, watching uh, OSU play Texas in the finals. So one of the longtime referees in the Big 12 is a guy named John Higgins. John Higgins is, without a doubt, the worst referee in the history of referees. If you looked up bad referee in the dictionary, there's John Higgins' picture. He has been making bad calls for, well, ever since I was in school. Guy's been around forever. So Saturday, he was working the game. And as normal, he was making horrible calls. I mean, horrible. So a couple of rows behind me were some more OSU fans, and they were giving him the business constantly. Higgins, you suck. Higgins, you don't deserve to have a whistle. Higgins, that was a terrible call, this guy kept saying. And then he went there. He said, Higgins, I hope you get COVID. And I was like, oh, now hold on a second. That's a little over the top. I wouldn't even do that. And some people around him kind of gave him a little boo, like, can't say that. Wish that on somebody. So the referees have arrived in Indianapolis. And six of them arrived in Indianapolis yesterday and got ready to check into their hotel. Well, their hotel wasn't ready, and so the six of them decided, hey, we'll go eat at this steakhouse there in Indianapolis. They all went together. When they came home from the steakhouse, they got tested, and one of the six tested positive for COVID-19. So now those six referees have been sent home from Indianapolis, and guess what? One of those referees is our old pal, John Higgins. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's just the irony of this thing. I thought back to the guy at the tournament that wanted John Higgins to get COVID. Now, John Higgins, we don't know, has COVID, first of all. That's contact tracing. One of the guys did. They're not saying which one. But one of the guys got COVID. So now those referees have been sent home. Now, I don't know if they're out for the whole tournament. They have to Maybe, maybe they have to go home. They have to quarantine. They have to have some negative tests before they can come back and maybe do a later round of the tournament. But six of the referees have already been sent home because of COVID. This tournament is going to be wild because we just have no idea who's going to test positive. And if you test positive, uh, you might be out of the tournament. I mean, it's going to just be nuts to follow this as it goes along. So John Higgins, he of the terrible calls, will not be making terrible calls at least in the first part of the big dance. All right, we'll get some email next. But this news broke yesterday. Somebody's thinking about throwing their hat into the ring in 2024. Rumored to be throwing their hat in the ring for president of the U.S. in 2024. That person is none other than the Duchess of Sussex, yes, Meghan Markle. Um, now, she can run. She's American, right? Uh, California, born in California. Uh, she's of the proper age. She's 39. She could run. Uh, that would be interesting. I mean, that would be uh, that would be fascinating. Now, again, I think that's a tremendous long shot. But would that not be an amazing story if Meghan Markle decided, yeah, I think I'll be president of the United States in 2024. Now, we don't know what party she would run in. I'm guessing she's a Democrat. I have no clue. Would she be an independent? Uh, would she be a libertarian? I have no clue. I don't think we really know what party she is in, but um, that would be interesting. 
We'll see if that happens. It would be just unbelievable. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. I can never hear that song enough. Uh, This email came from Craig. By the way, the email address, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Again, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. This from Craig. Was wondering if you have ever met Garth. Well, that's great, Craig. Uh... Uh, that's interesting. I have, in fact. I uh, lived on the same floor in college as Garth. Used to pass him in the hall all the time. Now, again, this was before he was famous. He used to also sing open mic nights at a bar in Stillwater, and I would see him there. So, uh, yeah, met him back before he was Garth. So, there's that. Uh, this came from David, and I think this was cool. David says, I thought you might love this list. Famous men with women's middle names. (laughs) I love little facts like this, and David knows that, obviously, since he sent it to me on the email. Uh, These are famous men with women's middle names. Did you know Drew Carey's middle name is Allison? Drew Carey, the host of Price is Right. Drew Allison Carey. Isn't that great? Here's another one. Richard Gere, Mr. Pretty Woman, has a pretty woman's name. Richard Gere's middle name is Tiffany. (laughs) I'm not making that up. Richard Gere's middle name is Tiffany. And Quincy Jones. Oh, one of the great music producers of all time. I think he's won 26 Grammys. Quincy Jones' middle name is Delight. Delight. Just like the city in Arkansas. Delight. Love that. Uh, All right, this comes from Denise. It says, I have to agree with you about the Grammys. My daughter's 11 and wants to be a recording artist. I usually let her watch all the music awards shows. Sunday night was not different. When that porn came on, I looked over at her and she had the most terrified look on her face. I asked her if she was okay and she said, I think I'm going to bed. (laughs) Wow. Uh, She goes on to say, shame on Channel 5. I called them to voice my displeasure, and they said it was out of their control. Well, that's interesting because there was a delay set up, and some CBS affiliates actually dumped out of the Grammy broadcast when Megan The Stallion and Cardi B were, I don't know, rolling around on the stage. and Is that called twerking? So some uh, stations dumped out of it. I guess Channel 5 uh, chose not to. And this is from Desiree, and this is interesting. Just popped up on my Facebook memories today, she says. It was a year ago today. I was driving to work at Choctaw in Pecola, and I stopped to get gas. I looked at my feed, and you posted that the casino was shutting down for a period of time because of COVID. I had not received word from my job. Somehow you knew before they did. Funny. Well, Desiree, that's awesome. Thank you for sending me that. I remember posting that, and a lot of people are like, are you kidding me? Casinos are closing. So yeah, this is the day back uh, a year ago today that just about everything shut down. This is the day that Choctaw shut down. This was also the day that the big tribe, the Chickasaw Nation in Oklahoma, announced they were closing all 22 of their casinos, including the largest in the world. That's the Windstar in Thackerville, one of the largest. I think it's fifth in the world. Uh, They stayed closed through March 31st, I think. Um, the Cherokees may have gone longer than that. 
Uh, all the Fort Smith Public School Libraries announced on this day they were closing for the rest of the month. This is also the day a year ago the Oklahoma Board of Education recommended all schools in the state close until April 6th. Uh, Louisiana's governor closed all the state's movie theaters and libraries. Basically, everything shut down a year ago today. That was the big day, March 16th. So appreciate that, Desiree. I'm glad I was able to tell you about your job before your boss called you. That's pretty cool. All right, one other thing in my inbox today, and then we're going to get out of here. This is pretty cool. When you do a podcast, everybody wants to be a guest. Everybody wants to come on and talk about things. They want to be a guest on your podcast because it helps drive people to their website. So I got this email. This is from Teresa Lawrence. Teresa Lawrence, she's a self-help person. And she says that this weekend is the first big weekend every year for yard sales. I guess the third weekend in March is the first day that people really start hitting yard sales. I thought that was in the fall, but I guess spring cleaning, it makes sense. So she sent this and it's a step-by-step guide to having the perfect yard sale. She wants to be a guest, but instead I'm just going to read the stuff that she sent. She says, does it seem like every time you go to a yard sale, all the good stuff is already gone? Maybe that's because all the serious shoppers have already been there. Now she says, chart your course, check your local paper and online posting sites the night before and map out a route. It ensures getting the most yard selling in for your time and your gas dollars. It also ensures you won't miss that big super sale. It says, let fate lead you, or just head out for a weekend drive and look for signs. It's not the most efficient method, but it's always fun. That is kind of cool. Now, here's the thing she says are items to avoid, and I got to take issue with her on one. Anything electrical that you can't plug in or put batteries in to try it before buying. That makes sense. Anything that's falling apart or on its last legs, avoid that. You'll become a junk collector, and even worse, you'll begin to look like one. She says, avoid old records. Oh, man. Well, she lost her chance to get on the podcast right there. Old records, unless you know for sure they're rare collector's items or unless you actually still have a record player. Okay, so I do, so that makes sense. She says, avoid expired food. Now, come on. (laughs) Who would go to a yard sale and buy food, right? Expired food, sounds obvious, but you occasionally come across packaged food or supplements at yard sales. It can be tempting because it's cheap. Be sure to check the expiration date. Also, avoid furniture from cigarette smokers' homes unless you don't mind the smell. Now, here's the items to look for. Things you use regularly, even if you already have one. Toaster, oven, waffle iron. When your old one goes kaput, you'll have a spare and you won't need to spend a lot of money on a new one. That makes sense. Plants, they're usually a good bargain, but do inspect them to be sure they're healthy so you don't spread disease. Random, goofy, or fun things for Halloween or costume dress-up. Man, the the money you spend on Halloween costumes nowadays when you go to, like, a a party store, that makes sense. And kids, baby clothes, toys, and gear. If you need them, yard selling is the way to go. They're barely used. And cool things for friends and family. Everyone loves surprises. They love presents. You'll make people happy, and it'll only cost you pennies. Makes a heck of a lot of sense. That's awesome. And some random advice here she gives at the end. Rummage sales at churches and schools are great. It's like a bunch of yard sales all in one room and the prices tend to be low. A usual overgeneralization. A nicer neighborhood and house equals nicer stuff. Not true. And look inside the box. Make sure that what's inside is what you think it is. Applies to CDs and video cassettes too. You don't want to take a bunch of CDs home and a bunch of them don't have any CDs inside. It's awful. 
All right. Well, that wraps it up today. We got to finish breaking everything down. We will join you tomorrow from the road as we head to the Smoky Mountains and the podcast goes mobile. Have yourself a great Tuesday. We look forward to the podcasting we do from Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have yourself a great Tuesday. I'll see you tomorrow here on a Minor Detail Podcast. Jess, tell them where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.